Welcome to the Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you to prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin White is a global pastor, best-selling author, and international speaker sharing God's message of prosperity for all nations. Kevin has flown over a million miles to 27 different countries and spoken to thousands of audiences throughout the world. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of businesses, nonprofits, and churches. Kevin's three books, Audacious Generosity, Get to the Point, and What's Your Word, are international bestsellers with over 2 million copies sold worldwide. Kevin is the CEO of Spirit Media, a full-service publishing and marketing company in North Carolina. Okay, who's ready to prosper in the presence of God? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and help welcome your friend and mine, Kevin White. Good morning. Hey, everyone. How you doing? I'm Kevin White. I'm coming at you live from the USA. I'm here in North Carolina. How are you? Tell me where you're watching from. Say hello to family and friends around the world. I hope you're doing great. In my book, uh, Only God Works, I give a shout out to all 195 nations. So let's just read through a couple of these. Uh, Ukraine, we're praying for you. Myanmar, Bangladesh, we're praying for you. Israel, Jerusalem, we're praying for you. Iran, Iraq, uh, Ireland, Italy, Jamaica, Japan, Jordan. Tell me where you're watching from. Uh, hopefully we have friends from India, from the USA, from Philippines, Thailand, um, Malaysia, China, Canada, Mexico. Good morning, everyone. Good evening, maybe where you are on planet Earth. Uh, I am so grateful to have you in the audience today. God has sent a powerful word, a gift from God in today's word, vision. Are you ready for vision? Uh, I hope that by the end of today's episode, I pray that you and I will value vision as much as God values vision. It's one of his greatest gifts, and we're going to talk about what his word says about vision, but tell me how you are. I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, there's Marge from North Carolina. God bless you. Uh, I see pastors from India joining in. Uh, there's Pastor Bernard Shaw from Chennai, India. How are you, Pastor? I miss you. I love you. Uh, there's a pastor from South India. Uh, God bless you, um, Isaiah. And um, thank you for, um, for your ministry. Um, Spirit Media has been blessed to put out several books. Uh, we are publishing a book a week, and I'm pretty sure it's increased to more than one a week already. I was saying by August, but these uh, additions to the original book, Your Time, we have gift editions uh, coming out. We have the happy birthday edition. Uh, the anniversary edition and the gifts for moms. And you're going to see gifts for veterans, gifts for teachers, many other coming out. Uh, this is about to be released soon. Uh, Transplanted by Lila Williams. It is an incredible book that came out of their own 
personal need and story. And I'm going to share another book with you at the end of today's episode. Um, But God is doing an incredible work. And I want to give God all the glory and the honor and the praise. And I hope that you're seeing the hand of God in your life as well. So we're going to look at vision. Are you ready to receive this gift from God? Uh, let me just pray over us even before we, we uh, look into the, today's word vision. Heavenly Father, open our eyes to see what you see. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I would suspect that the vast majority are seeing you, see, watching me on the screen. You're, you have natural ability to see. Um, and even if you are physically blind, there is a gift in today's word, vision. Uh, as I was writing Only God Works, uh, I talked about Genesis chapter one and creation and where God said, um, let there be light. And then a few verses later, it said, and God saw um, and everything God said, he saw. And so the first point I want you to take away from today's message is God sees what he says. God sees what he says. So that's important. You and I need to value vision because it represents that God sees what he says. The second thing I want you to see is God sees long before we do. So think about it. In Genesis 1, God saw light. When did you see light? I was born May 25th, 1967, and my eyes were open to light. But long before then, God saw light. God saw when the oceans were separated from the land. When water and land separated, God saw that in Genesis 1. When was the first time you saw your beach, saw a beach, saw the ocean? Um, One of my coworkers, Justin from India, did not see the beach until he was nearly 20 years old. Now, as an artist, he has Arts by Justin, and he has this product line of these um, epoxy-risen art pieces of the ocean. He values the beauty of the ocean so much that he's got this entire product line and he's got beaches literally going all over the world through his Etsy store. And um, when was the first time you saw the beach? You saw the ocean. Uh, God saw it long before you did. So that's the second thing God wants us to take away from this message vision. Um. I want to read to you out of page 92 in Only God Works. It says, in intimacy, God teaches us that what God says, he sees. We wait to see what God already sees. That is the essence of faith. We wait to see what God already sees. God already sees heaven. Have you seen heaven yet? Not unless you've been there. Um, but God already sees it. It's, and then I wrote in intimacy, God's now becomes our now. When God speaks, it's done. God sees it now, not later. And that's where God wants to take us with this word vision, because he sees what he says. 
He sees it long before we do. And um, the third thing is God says what he sees. God says what he sees. So it's important for us to hear the voice of God and what God wants to speak are the things that he sees. And he's seeing things long before we see. And that is how he imparts vision to us. Look at Jeremiah 29, 11. You probably know the verse, but look at the vision that he gives us in this verse. For I know the plans I have for you. He's speaking what he already sees. Says the Lord, they are good plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. God already sees your future. God already has hope for your future. And that's vision. This is a gift from God. You're not going to go to some guru or expert. I don't care how many billions they have behind their name, and they're going to show you your future or show you the hope that they have for your future. The creator, the savior, the God, the King of Kings, Lord of Lords is where you and I are to get vision. So the fourth takeaway is God gives vision. It is God. So as you hear this word vision, you're going to want it. If you don't already value it, you're going to value it more. But it's important for you to understand where vision comes from. We need to all understand vision is not found in a magazine. Vision's not found in a book about vision. Vision is not found in a business seminar. Vision is not found in a college. God can use all of that, but the source is God. And you can have vision and have never gone to college. You can have vision and have never gone to a business seminar. You can have vision and have never gone to a church planning conference. You can have vision and have never read an article about vision in a magazine or have never read a book about vision. Again, God can use all of those things, but the source is God. God gives vision. Look at Joel chapter two. I love these verses. And this is one of the first scriptures when the Holy Spirit came upon the church in Acts 2, Peter read from Joel. Then after doing all these things, I, God says, will pour out my spirit upon all people, not white people, not American people, not black people, not Asian people, all 195 nations today, all 195 nations. He will pour out his spirit. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. This is not just for men or just for women. It's for all genders. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. In those days, I will pour out my spirit, even on your servants, men and women alike. And here God is establishing that he gives vision to all. This is not just a Dr. Billy Graham gift or Mother Teresa gift or Kevin White gift or your pastor gift. This is a gift 
readily available for you. You can absolutely have God's gift of vision. And it is one of the most valuable gifts you'll get from God. And really, it is a matter of life and death. That's the fifth takeaway. Vision is a matter of life or death. Look at Proverbs 29, 18. It says, where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint, but blessed is he who keeps the law. So here, in a nutshell, it's saying without vision, people die. You can have no money and have vision, and you can actually go places. You can have no education, but have the vision of God, and you can go places. Sometimes we depend upon all the other things except for vision. A business without vision is going to die. A church without vision is going to die. A family without vision is going to die. There are families that have had all the world's wealth and no vision. And their kids overdose on drugs. They have every toy you can imagine, but yet they lack vision for their family. And God is warning us, this area of vision is a matter of life or death. You can be absence of everything else, but don't dare lose vision. Don't be void of vision. It's vision that gets people out of poor villages into other nations. It's vision that moves people to get passports. It's vision that brings forth congregations of houses of worship. It's vision that solves problems in business. It's vision that really changes the world, that changes your world, that changes your life. If you are in a depressed situation and maybe you're praying for medicine, Maybe you're praying for money. Maybe you're praying for food. It's not that God's anti any of that, but all of that is of no value without vision. You could have no food and have vision and you're going to go places. You could have no money and have vision and you're going to go places. Without vision, people die. The opposite is just as true. With vision, people thrive. Don't buy into cultural's lie, the devil's lie, the world's lie that you need everything else but vision. You know, the vast majority of businesses that are incorporated do not exist after five years. Even less after 10 years. Why? Because they may have a temporary vision, but they replace their vision with all of these other things. And all of a sudden they come to an end because they do not carry out their vision. They do not hold true to their vision. Churches can lose their vision. Families can lose their vision. Marriages can lose their vision. College graduates 
can lose their vision. If you do not have vision, it is available to you and it will bring life into the most dead, desperate, poor situation. It is vision that God gave the valley of dry bones and they rattled and snapped into obedience to the Lord. It's vision. If you read the scriptures, you're going to see God imparting vision. Look at Proverbs 29, verse 18 in the New Living Translation. It says, when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. But whoever obeys the law is joyful. So vision is a matter of divine guidance. It comes from God. Without vision, we are void of divine guidance. Vision is not just God saying, here's a little bit of warm fuzzies to make your day better. Or here's some hopeful thinking that you're going to be something in your lifetime. Vision is a plan. It's a strategy. It, it is a God-ordained motion that picks you up and takes you places that you never dreamed possible because it's not fueled by what you can produce anymore. Vision from God is fueled by God. You know, you we all hear the saying, where there's a will, there's a way. Well, guess who the way is? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And sometimes we can't find our way out of the dark situation because we're not letting God give us a vision of what he wants in our life. We think at times we know better. We think we, we can find the better party of life, the happier place of life, that if we were to trust God, he's going to take away life. We're going to have to be a missionary and sleep among snakes if we really do God's will. And yet vision is packed with God's way. Where there's a will, God's will, there is a way, God's way. And vision is that divine guidance that brings us into alignment with God's will and God's way. And so um, Martin Luther is known, Martin Luther King Jr. is known for the saying, I have a dream. And whether you call it a vision or a dream, I want you to know and under, appreciate that Martin Luther King Jr. didn't say, I have a goal. He said, I have a dream. A goal may give focus, but dreams have power. Vision has power. The power of the resurrection, the power of the Holy Spirit. And so it, going back to Acts 2, the Holy Spirit came upon believers, that's you and I, and then this message from Joel was released again, that I will pour out my spirit and there will be visions. 
So sometimes we, I've been talking about this with my staff on Mondays. Sometimes we think the power of God is shaking violently or something like that. And yes, God can manifest in any way he chooses, but sometimes the power of God is released through vision, through dreams. Dreams that expand your world. God is the giver of dreams and visions. Uh, the sixth thing God wants us to take away from this message is we need to value. We need to value God's vision. Amen. We need to value God's vision. So God is over here holding this gift that he, it's, he, he values to be invaluable. Do you and I hold this gift in contempt? Do we value vision as much as God does? Sometimes we pray for everything under the sun except for vision. We are praying for this to change in our church, this to change in our marriage, this to change in our business. We need this, God. We need this. Make this change in this relationship. Make this happen in my bank account. And we're praying for everything under the sun except for vision. Do we value vision as much as God does? Put amen in the chat if you agree with this, if you're understanding, if you're committed to valuing vision as much as your heavenly father does. What if you had nothing but vision? Would you, would it be enough for you? We are telling stories out of spirit media of people that have nothing but vision. This is one of the books that was just released. God's Dream, The Miracles of God Out of Empty Hands by Pastor Elijah. Uh, this is him from South India. And this is a story of a little boy born into the untouchable caste in India. The only thing that he could possibly have expected because of his birth was to be spit upon. There was no hope of business, no hope of land, loans, education, no hope of a future. But Jeremiah 29, 11 doesn't say this is only for the high caste people. Whatever your culture identifies you as, Jeremiah 29, 11 is for everyone. And Elijah was born with nothing in his hands. He had no silver spoon in his mouth, but he gave his life over to the Lord. And the miracles of God that has been channeled through this man's hands is unbelievable. He now is um, leading an orphanage for years that is changing the world. Businesses, churches. And it's all because this poor kid of ordinary life with nothing saw a vision allowed God when he had no money, not even a shirt on his back, received the vision of God and began to believe it. You know, it's one thing to receive, but we are called believers. What are you believing? 
Are you believing what the world says about you? Are you believing what caste the government says you've been born into? Are you believing what God's word says about you? Are you believing his vision? We are believers. Believe what you hear your father saying. Hear the voice of God and believe it. And you will begin taking steps out on the vision of God. Look at Matthew 7, verses 7 through 8. Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. <clears throat> Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks finds. And everyone who knocks, the door will be open. Are you asking for vision? Are you seeking vision? Are you knocking on heaven's door for vision here on earth? You will seek. If you seek, you will find. If you ask, it will be given. Are you willing to seek vision? So in my um, second book, Get to the Point, it's all about vision, but it begins in the presence of God. Every guidance and provision you will ever need can be found today in God's presence. Matthew uh, 6.33 says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. One of those needs is vision, but it's found in the presence of God. I've said and some people don't like it. I can't be in God's presence and he not prosper me. But maybe if you don't want to accept that, maybe you will accept. I cannot be in God's presence and he not talk to me about what he already sees. I can't be in God's presence and he not impart vision to me. If God's the giver of vision, whose presence do we need to be in? Where do we need to be investing our time? So often we don't pray because we don't think we need God. And I'm telling you, the more you understand this, you're not going to have any deficiency in your prayer life. It's going to become a 24-7 for you because you need vision. Therefore, you're going to need to pray. Sometimes we lack time in God's word because we don't really understand our need for it. But when you understand your need for vision, you're not going to get enough time in his word because you're going to want to be in his word 24-7, 365, because it gives you so much vision. And so if you lack appreciation for prayer, for worship, for tithing, for being in the word, what you really lack is a value of vision. Catch a vision for God's gift of vision and it will pull you into the word. It will pull you into prayer because it's going to pull you into God's presence. You and I desperately need to be in God's presence every morning because we desperately need his vision for that day. How do you know you're living a God-honoring life? 
if you're not receiving his vision to walk on. It begins with vision. Let God open up your eyes. And so I just have some pointed questions for all of us. Do you see things only God can show you? Are you willing to see things only God can show you? Most of us, I assume, if not all of us, have the natural ability to see. But are we willing to be shown things that only God can show us? Because he will, if we'll let him. Especially if we will understand that only God works and it depends upon what he can produce and not us. Because if we aren't careful, we'll begin to take responsibility for the vision God shows us. And that's when we get into trouble. Because he's not showing us vision to get us to be his workers. He's showing us vision so that we will be his friends and watching him do the work that only he can do. So if you were forced at gunpoint to make a list to write out everything that you see that only God could have shown you, how much of a list would you have? It is absolutely possible for that list to be growing. Tomorrow, wake up asking God to show you things that only he could show you about this scripture, about this relationship, about this business deal, about this, how to pray for this person. There's no limit to what God can show you that only he can show you. The, the seventh thing that God wants us to take away, and this is the last one, seven is the number of completion, is receive God's vision. Receive God's vision. And so I want to pray this prayer over you as we close. Ephesians 1.17, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you may grow in your knowledge of God. I'm going to pray that prayer over you. Will you hold your hand out before the Lord and let me pray? Heavenly Father, thank you for the natural ability to see. Here and now, I'm asking in the name of Jesus that you would open up spiritual eyes to see things in the spiritual realm that only could come by your spirit and that it will totally change our life, our family, our marriages, our churches, our businesses, our bank accounts, and everything under the sun. Because with visions, people thrive. And I pray that it will change the world. All 195 nations, I'm asking you that you, your people, including myself, would receive the vision of Almighty God. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Did the Lord speak to you through this message? I pray he did. Give him all the glory and the honor. Take this link. It's available now and share it with people in your church and your business and your neighborhood and your family and encourage them to receive this vision of the Lord, this gift. It's invaluable. It's powerful. It will absolutely make dreams come true. Chase your dreams. Chase the vision of the Lord and watch what happens in your life. 
Well, next week I will be here with a message of invest. And I hope that you will tell your friends and bring back um, your contacts to join us next week. I love you all. God bless you. Have a week full of resurrection power and love from your heavenly father. God bless you all. Take care. Thank you for subscribing, liking, and sharing The Kevin White Show. Visit KevinWhite.us for Kevin's blog, videos, books, and more, all geared toward helping you prosper in the presence of God. That's KevinWhite.us. Kevin's books are available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Contact Spirit Media for all your publishing and marketing needs at SpiritMedia.us. Spirit Media, taking the message of God through the people of God to the nations. Visit spiritmedia.us today. This has been The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program, copyright Kevin White International, all rights reserved. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show with another powerful message of prosperity in the presence of God.